Hey guys, Sunday night, almost 8 p.m. October, November, November 9th, 2014. Um, decided to do a podcast tonight and I've got like some really exciting information that I'm going to share with you pretty soon. Um, I just got to get this nailed down, um, but just stay tuned, but stay tuned, but just know that the podcasts are going to be more plentiful soon. Um, I was in the bookstore tonight, and I saw this book. I always look at the career books, you know. Even though I'm at a different place in my career, I'm always looking at different things. And, you know, it is not uncommon that I would shop for other people uh, when I'm doing my book stuff. So I saw this book tonight. I posted it on my Instagram. If you follow me, it's on there. Hashtag my leak book share, depending on if you're catching this after November 9th, 2014. Um, but something that I read it was just saying, you know, new rules there's definitely some new rules in the workplace. I'm 35 years old, and a decade ago, um, when I really started to make moves in my career, there was no Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, maybe there was Facebook, but I wasn't on it. Um, but there was nothing, and so your reputation um, is the single greatest asset you have, and I just wanted to share some things that I believe to be true about this that maybe can help you professionally. I've got my five points. Let's get started. The number one thing that I think, first of all, let's just talk about, you know, what your reputation is. And I think sometimes that gets confusing. Um, your reputation doesn't mean that you won't make mistakes, right? <clears throat> because I have made mistakes, public mistakes that have probably would make people think that who is she to talk? You know what I mean? But I don't think that making mistakes takes you to a place of your reputation, you know, a bad reputation. Um, it's just more widespread beliefs, what people generally believe to be true about you. And you have the ability, you 100% have the ability to shape that. So let's get into the first point. The first point is trust. People have to be able to trust you. And the way that people can trust you is two things. And so when my assistant first started with me, I told her, I told her like, I don't really know you all that well. And we don't have any kind of anything established. Um, as you know, you're banking on me to pay you on time. And the way that I'm going to be able to establish some trust is with you showing up on time. And that is so important. So if you have a new client, new job, new anything, just go a little bit early because that little, that one thing, shows the person that's in charge that you care this is a priority to you and that speaks volumes to every single thing that you do is that you know if everything you do is kind of like sweet you know skating in last minute that I'm gonna feel like that's what you're doing with your work you're not really taking the time and doing a good job and really researching you're just kind of doing whatever it takes to get you know to barely get it done just to kind of get it off your desk and not make the most effort so making the effort to show up early every time helps to establish trust another thing that you can do to work on the trust that you have with you know your your employer your clients is to communicate to do everything that you say you're going to do and when you're incapable of doing it going back and making sure that you communicate I think this is the biggest problem with so many people and why people just are failing professionally is that they are not taking the time to communicate. So if your boss hands you something, and, and I can be the queen of this, I will pile so many things on your desk. And if you don't ask me what's a priority and what isn't, and you just assume you're going to do things in whatever fashion that you want, you typically will get behind because you haven't taken the time to ask 
what's the priority here? You have just given me five things to do in five minutes. What do you want first? No one's going to die with you asking that. And that helps you make better use of your time. Um, some tips that I like to say, like I used to have, I started off as an assistant to a VP and I mean, she was really busy and I mean, she'd give me, you know, 25, 30 things to do. I'd walk in or I would know, like I had emails overnight. Like I had that blue Blackberry back in the day. Um, I get up in the morning and she'd be up in the middle of the night kind of just messaging me and I would just message her back and I would just say, you know, to be sure that we're on the same page. Is this what you meant when you said this? Because a lot of times busy executives are moving so fast that they're not going to take the time to communicate with you, you know, give you full directions and they don't have to, but you do have a right to ask and just say, so that we're clear when you said that you wanted this tomorrow, that, that did you mean that you wanted it by the end of the day tomorrow or first thing in the morning? Ask the questions, communicate, establish trust. That's the number one thing you can do. And if something doesn't work out, just talk, talk, talk. Number two, which is one of my favorite things, is to be responsive. You have to have a sense of urgency. You know, if somebody emails you, texts you, calls you, I know it's so easy to start to feel like, well, I, you know, this is my weekend off. This is too early. This is too late. I don't want to have to respond this and that. I feel like you can do that once you are well established in your career. Most of us are not. And so being responsive and having a sense of urgency is so important. Um, case in point, the other day, um, so every day, one day a week, I basically shut my calendar down for about two hours, two hours every single week where no meetings, no phone calls, no nothing. And then I do an hour of therapy. So the hour before my therapy and then an hour of therapy. And I take the hour before off just to kind of clear my head. And I'm not just like heading to therapy with just so much on my mind about work stuff because I really try to use the therapy for my personal time, even though I have brought, you know, my work stuff into therapy, but got out of therapy, uh, last week. And I saw an email from a really important brand manager asking me and my assistant, if I could give, could just call her, give her a quick five minute call. So my assistant doing her job is like, she's my week is off for the rest of the day because, and sometimes, and I definitely don't schedule anything after my therapy because you know, you just never know. You want to be clear. And so I see the email, I see that Kendallin has replied back to her, like my leak is off for the day and she's busy tomorrow, can you talk to her next week? And she doesn't know that, you know, how important this is to me. So I literally just hop on, send a quick email, hey, can you talk right now? And we did, we ended up talking and hashing something out really awesome for next year. And so um, that stuff's important. Real quick, responsive, I mean, this is not, she doesn't need to wait till Wednesday to talk to me, you know? I'm, I'm on the phone, I buzzed her just straight from the car, handled the business, driving home after therapy, after hours. Said all that to say that it was after hours. Um, number four, I'm lying, number three, resolve errors and mistakes quickly. This is so important. So when you mess up, don't try to sit on it and cover it up and you know, try to make an excuse. That's the thing that I can't stand is when people mess up and then they try to like lie about it or come up with a true lie, which is the truth, but not really, or it has some truth to it. Um, there people res will respect you so much when you just stand up and say, you know what, that was a mistake on my part. I think people are often shocked and surprised that when I mess up, for the most part, I really just own it. I'm like, you know what? That was my bad. Like I shouldn't have done that or I miscalculated or I probably agreed to do too much and just owning up to my mistakes. Um, 
you got to be able to do that. And that just helps you with your reputation because people, again, will be able to trust you. And that's that. Number four, sensitive to privacy. This is so important right now because with all of the social media and just where people are, it's so important that you are sensitive to other people's privacy. So I'm not always like, I think I saw Hey Fran Hey saying something about she wished that you were alerted if people were screenshotting text messages, screenshotting your text messages. And, you know, privacy is so difficult to manage right now. And when you show someone who may be in the limelight or may be popular or famous, I've worked, I started off working with celebrities just being sensitive to their privacy is so important. So, you know, not showing up, um, with people like I had to take, teach my mentee that, um, one of my mentees, Tavia, who I adore, she had this thing of like, she always wanted to like bring people to my house. And I would be like, uh, not that I, I'm pretty sure these are all decent people, but I, everybody doesn't want someone in their house or everybody doesn't want some, you bringing someone you know, they may want to talk about something privately with you and they can't now because you have this person that they don't know with you. Um, and so it doesn't hurt to say, you know, hey, do you mind if I post this um, on Instagram or hey, do you mind if I share this with so and so? Don't be afraid to ask and if and don't be hurt up if they say, you know, no, because some people feel uncomfortable. Like everybody doesn't want to take a photo. Like I remember one time I was somewhere and I just looked a mess. And someone was like, oh my God, like, can I take a selfie with you for Instagram? And I was like, no. And it wasn't that I didn't want to do it for her, but I just was like, you know, I just don't look all that great. And um, just asking people if, if you mind, because that's going to also help with your reputation and help them feel like they can trust you with anything in the future. Um, number five, which is really important is your online conversations. It's so important to monitor your online conversations, what you're commenting on, what you're liking. Um, it, it sucks, but uh, social media is just not a diary. And I think so many people think that it is, um, there, you can be vulnerable and share things online, but, um, you have to monitor that. Always be polished and professional. You can share, you can be personal, but be professional. One little thing that I just wanted to say has nothing to do with anything is that I cannot stand when people address superiors with, hey, ugh, it cooks my grits. Like I never, if you don't have a personal relationship with someone you're contacting, don't get too friendly. Same thing when people say, like something, when people say to me, hey doll or hey girlfriend, and we don't know each other, we've never met. And you are then going to go into something professional. I'm just kind of like, uh, I don't think so. Like I'm not your doll. And I really don't even like that term. It, I've gotten over it, but it used to really irritate me. Um, it's so Kardashian. Um, but it's like, just, just keep it, you know, you can never, don't ever be afraid of just being too professional. There's no such thing as just keeping that there. And I said all this to say, why is your reputation really important? Um, a lot of people have asked me how I started Curlbox. Like I started, I started Curlbox with very little resources. And when I say resources, I mean, connections, contacts, cash. I didn't have a lot of that, but what I've had most was a solid reputation People knew that if they hired me to do a job or if I was on a team, that I was going to always deliver. I always deliver. I always do a good job or I try to do a good job. And even when I fail, because I fail sometimes, people know that I did my best. And so when I was going after some new people and new companies, uh, the overall 
conversation about me, the overall professional conversation about me is that she handles business. That's all I want. Whether or not you like my outfits, whether or not you think my 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 tattoos are stupid because some days I can understand why somebody would feel that way. It's totally fine. But people are able to separate me from what I bring to the table as a professional. And so that's why I think that your professional reputation is your single greatest asset because when it's good and it's strong and people can vouch for you, you can start with very little. And for most of us, that's the case. We don't have, you know, trust funds and money in the bank. And so your your asset, your cash, the king is going to be your reputation. So I hope that helps. That was pretty quick and easy. Um, as always, ask me questions on my ask.fm backslash my leak teal, my whole name. I'm going to answer some questions tonight. I'm also on Instagram, my leak, Twitter, my leak, everything pretty much my leak. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.